Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. You can't get money if you secretly despise it. Thanks, Michael. This is uh, one of those titles that I spent a fair bit of time thinking about, thinking about how to actually articulate the point I want to make here. And I think I've got this title completely wrong. And so Ali's probably going to come along in post-production and, and change it and say, that's terrible. That doesn't explain at all what you're talking about here. The, the concept of what I wanted to talk about today is that um, money is one of these things that comes with a lot of emotional baggage for a lot mm. of people and, and everyone has a different um, perception not just of how best to get money and not mm. just of you know how best to earn or how much they should save any of this is not just the tactical stuff but just the emotional side of what does it actually mean to to have to have money, to have wealth, to have built up some retirement savings, to have, you know, I guess moved up the hierarchy of the socioeconomic order in the culture in which you exist. Mm. I'm not the first person to aware this, and and of course, there's probably a lot of other anthropologists or someone, some other thing that would do a much better job of articulating this. But the point I wanted to talk about today is a thing that I've noticed. Um, quite a bit and this is not normally a conscious um, thing but I've talked to many people over the years who intellectually they know they want more money they, mm. they, they know that they know that for them money is good they, they, they want more money so that they can do use the money to transfer that into possessions and experiences that mm. they desire at the same time they intellectually know that there's this subconscious or emotional thing going on where they've heard or been told all of their formative years or all of their adult life or whenever it's they've had these these inputs from other people around them and from society at large that people who have money are immoral that the mm-hmm. only way to the only way to get money is to you know stitch someone up or to do you know do something something wrong there's all sorts of famous quotes about all this that if you're focused on if you're focused on money uh, you know you you're you're a bad person because you should be thinking about other things instead of money there's all sorts of um subconscious beliefs or, or things running on people's operating systems that i don't think that they're aware of a lot of the time and so you can mm. you, I've seen this in me we have these these impulses where there's people who intellectually go I, I know I need to get set up for retirement and I'm not this isn't you know me saying I want all this money to go and buy a gold-plated toilet this is me mm. saying I want to be able to provide for myself and my family and not be a burden on those mm. around me all very admirable things that they're looking to achieve but there's this little devil in their shoulder saying you know you shouldn't be so money hungry. Stop thinking about money all the time. You know, rich people are bad people anyway. What do you need? You know, all these sorts of things. Well, we've heard comments in the past where someone will say, oh, I met them. They're really nice. 
um, they've got all this money, but they're really nice. Like you know, like it, it implies <laughs> it implies that they were they were going to, but before meeting them, they, they, they were going to be devils. And yeah, I think this is a really interesting topic. Yeah. Um, Six thirty AM, we first <laughs> pod, pod, podcast of the morning. You've yeah. started off with a bang here, mate. So, yeah. um, so I think it's really interesting the subconscious nature of this, yeah. and um, well, and that's 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 exactly the, the phrase that you just used there mm. that got me thinking about this. Is is, is I've uh, we've heard uh, this from from other people, but even from people in the financial planning industry, where mm. they'll go exactly that phrase of I met. I met such and such that, you know, happens to be, and they didn't realize they were the, you know, they just seem like a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are a normal they, person. Do you think they're walking yeah. around with like horns and a tail or like how does this, yeah. It's really interesting topic, I think, and really interesting um, uh, perceptions that people have subconscious yeah. perceptions or subconscious bias. Um, and, and, and this can manifest itself in many different forms. Um, Why well, I think this is an interesting topic, it's assumed that everyone listening here is trying to do the best that they can for their retirement. Yeah. Retirement's coming up. They want choices in retirement. Yeah. Um, so, so you, our listeners, uh, are in the situation where you would generally have a healthy relationship with money, um, you're looking to better your, you're looking to basically – uh, yeah, to, to use a, uh, I guess a analogy is, is to sow the seeds. Yeah, yeah, for your retirement. Yeah, um, there'd be a lot of people around you that'll try to sabotage that. Yeah, yep, and and they'll do it subconsciously. Yep, and it's a very very interesting thing. Um, they'll, yeah, you could be having a cup of coffee with someone who's a friend and telling them. Yeah, that you're you've just started putting a thousand dollars a fortnight into your superannuation, for example. Um, don't be surprised <laughs> if the comments come back. Oh, what are you doing that for? It's yeah. risky. Oh, or, or, all that money will lose. Oh, the government's going to change the regulations. Or, or why don't, why don't or, you just enjoy your life now? Why don't you just enjoy your life now? Yeah. Um, the life's life. Yeah. So, so part of that I think is is I want to go with you, but I. I can't. Um, <laughs> take me with you. Part of that's a plea of take me with you, I think. Yeah. yeah. A, a, a big part of it, though, a big part of it is is these um, uh, learnt yeah. or inherited, yeah. you know, beliefs, subconscious beliefs. And it's. I think it's a really, really interesting um, opening paragraph that you described before in mm. terms of how this manifests itself. Yeah. But I, so there's an... Uh, one of the things that I just wanted to touch on there, which is which is fascinating, is that um, there's a there's a thing that happens. I think with so we're part of a certain group, and, that, and that's that's I think why I raised the point. That's why I think this is so um, dangerous for for people who are going. Okay, I I've, I've thought this through logically. I need to get myself set up for retirement. Um, again, it's not that I want to buy a gold-plated toilet. I, I, you know, I need to. I'm living a certain standard of lifestyle that I really enjoy, and I want to enjoy my retirement. I want to be able to continue to maintain my. Yeah, this 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 is all what people logically hear. But human beings are a group, a group species, and mm. so 
the minute someone says something like that, and and again, the thing is, your your friend isn't consciously trying to sabotage you. Your friend isn't going, no. you know, there's no thought there, and and it's often not even like they're not, they're not even trying to make you feel bad. They'll say they'll say something like that though, and your instinct will be to go, oh well. I don't want to. Their trade-off then be, there's a tension then becomes. I want to do this. I want to change this thing, and I want to mm. to be a different version of myself in the future. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to be excluded from the group and mm. and my people. And so this is where I think this is uh, subconsciously so dangerous for people. Is that if you said that to people, they'd go, "I don't care what people think." You go, "And like in theory, we don't, but in mm. reality, we we do." And so, when people say that, it's going to weigh on you as to, "Well, I'm a part of it. I've been friends with this person for thirty years. I've told them I'm doing this thing. They've now made a comment that makes me feel a bit uneasy about that. Now, mm. it's going to weigh on us a lot more than it's going to weigh on us more than our logical, intellectual thought out." process to, to get there yeah look and sometimes this also manifests itself in in other ways so it's not it's not a why you're doing that for yeah it's why aren't you doing this and now what this yeah, could yeah. be it's anything is uh yeah a friend's daughter's wedding that happens to be a destination wedding in fiji yes. <laughs> and you get yeah. invited to it yes and and, yeah. and um there's this pressure yes. to go, and when you do the numbers, you think this is going to be a ten thousand dollar thing and experience, and yeah. we're we're booked yeah. to go to Europe yeah. later this year, <laughs> or we want to go to Europe, yeah. or we want to go to Canada. Yeah. Um, so, you know, thanks for the offer, but no thanks. And yeah. then you'll you'll hear comments that oh, well, you only live once, yes, like yeah. you know, like so <laughs> so why aren't you live. why aren't you? And there's the social pressure. Yes, there's the social pressure. So there's yeah. There's a, there's an element there of of sabotage, I believe, subconscious sabotage. Great resource name. <laughs> Let's add that to the list. Um, the there's the, there's interesting language I've noticed, and um, the language around that what I've seen people do successfully is um, you, you, it's easy to get caught in caught in that loop by so people's response when someone says, "Hey, do you want to go to Fiji for my?" Yeah, sixtieth birthday next year, and you go. Like the answer to those things is often, well, sure. If I had unlimited money, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll go to the, I'll go to Fiji for the destination wedding or the, whatever it is, or the, yes, I'll fly to Brisbane for the dinner with our old school friend. You know what I mean? Or, there's all these random little things that pop up where you go, if your if your time and your money were an unlimited resource, mm. then then yes, hundred percent, you would do that. But the minute that you say, the minute that you don't want to do that, it is. And this is, I guess, the point. You, go, you are saying to, to people, look, there are there are things that are that are really valuable and important to me. They on the pecking order of my needs and, and mm. what I need to focus my attention and my resources on. They're slightly higher than you know my cousin's daughter's wedding in yes. Fiji. And so, yeah. and intellectually, again, when people think through that, they'll probably go, yeah, yes, my my retirement. Is probably mm. more important to me than my second cousin's daughter's wedding, and she won't even. 
I haven't seen her for five years and she won't even know that I'm not there. She doesn't I care. I can tell you, she'll she be, wants she'll to, be, she wants to call she'll be high-fiving her fiancé <laughs> when, you, when you send back. She'll be going, oh, auntie's such and such that I haven't seen her for five years. I don't even want to invite her. Mum yeah, 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 want to invite her. With, now, now we can bring two more of our friends over or something like that. So, no, so, but yeah, the, look, the, the other thing, sorry, I, I got sidetracked then. Um, the language around that is our instinctive response to, to, to make that pain go away. What we always want to say is, Oh, sorry, I just can't afford it. And that's a dangerous thing because yeah. it's actually not true. And, no. and you're sort of teaching yourself to go, you're still teaching yourself to operate from a scarcity mindset of, mm. well, I, you know, I, I just can't afford to do that. That's for, that's for rich people. Mm. Even in this case where we're saying, well, I'm, I can't afford that because I want to go to Europe instead. But mm. it is interesting how quickly we, and, and the reason why I bring that up is because you'll notice that if you say to someone, oh, sorry, I, I can't afford it, They'll normally drop it and go. Oh, okay, fair enough. And yeah. and it makes them sort of feel a bit better to go. Yeah. Oh well, okay. They're not they're not above me, or they're not off doing their own thing. They mm. just they can't afford it. Um, poor such and such. They can't afford it. Whereas mm. if you if you were to actually be honest about it and say, well, look, I, I can't afford it. It's just that it, it's not a it's not a priority. There are a lot of other things. I've really I'm focusing on trying to build up my retirement savings. People would hear that and go. Well, that makes me uneasy because two things. Number one, you're putting something else above me. But also, second thing, and this is where I think it really comes from, is maybe I should be doing that as well. Mm. And I don't want to have to think about that. And I just want to be able to go to the free. I think there's a big element of that. Yeah. I think there's a big element of that. It's, it's, uh, I want to go with you, but yeah. I don't know if I'm prepared to. Yeah. And, to, and to don't make go that. with you to Fiji. Go with go you, with to, you to, 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 your to, to your retirement plan. Yeah. Um, so it's an issue on. Listeners, um, pay attention. Yeah, pay attention I, to those around you when you are saying, when you are communicating that you've just started a contribution plan to your superannuation yeah, of a thousand dollars a fortnight or whatever that figure is. Yeah, yeah. Um, pay attention yes. when you when you start to announce these well, these things, and, and it'd be interesting. It'd be an interesting little experience of of um, seeing what the what the comments are and what the yeah what what what, what people something. are coming back to you with it's a bit like the example i was just thinking of um you know everyone everyone's had this experience where everyone goes oh my friend such and such and then when you actually think about how your friend interacts with you they're not really that they're nice about things so like a lot of people have probably had the experience of um, either trying to get fit or get healthy or stop drinking for example and that's mm. that's one of the things i've noticed is you're, you're, you're real friends when you say, you know what, I, I can't come out on the drink with you. I'm really trying to get healthy or I'm training for a marathon or, hmm. hey, I can't come to that thing with you because I'm, I'm, I'm on a really strict diet. I'm trying to you know, sort, my, hmm. sort my diet out. Often you, you're, you're really good friends and the people that really care about you will go, that's fantastic. Like, hmm. Good on you for, for doing that. Like You've obviously made a decision that that's what's important to you right now and, and you know, I want to be supportive of that. There, there's, but that's not often how that conversation goes. No. You go, uh, I can't come, I can't come for a drink with you. Sorry, I'm, I'm actually having a, you know, I'm doing dry July or whatever. No, just have one. Just mm. why, why? What do you need? And again, it's that thing of, even though what you're saying is, I want to get fit, or I'm, I'm getting off the drink, or I'm going to eat healthy, whatever. What people hear is an attack on them, which is, well, if you're, st- if I drink as much as you, and you're stopping drinking. Maybe that means that I should be thinking about that, and I don't want to think about that. So it makes yeah. it easier for me if I can just 
convince you to have a drink with me and then then I'm okay because yeah. then then we're all the same. We're in this together and I don't have to have that uncomfortable thought yeah. process. So that's probably the the example. If you look a bit, if you think about your group of friends where you may not have got talking to them about money in the past, but you've probably got talking to them about, you know, your health or your, you know, those sorts of mm. things. And and your good supportive friends will always want what's best for you. And and I guess further to that, it's the point with all these sorts of things is they're subconscious. So your friend who says, "Oh, you know, you only live once," they're they're not trying to hurt you. They're not sitting there mm. going, "I'm going to derail this person's retirement plans." They're they're, pro- they're just operating out of their own subconscious system of of, of belief around around money and and what you should yeah. focus on. So. And if someone says YOLO. <laughs> They're probably a mil- they're probably a millennial, and it stands for you only live once. <laughs> I just, and, I just, you, and you should immediately, just, you know, I said before about be you know be empathetic with these. No, cross that person out of your life. If someone says yellow, cross them out of your life. It could it could it could be it could be your adult child that uh, says 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 yellow to you if you if you. <laughs> no, the 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 couple of points that I just wanted to also make. I, I got thinking about here. This is one of those conversations that. Often I start, I, I have a sort of an idea and then I, it's not until I'm starting to bounce this around with, with mm. yourself, Michael, that I know what I actually want to get across here. There are, there are, there's a separate thing here, which is the, there's the opposite of it, which is also true, which is that um, there are also people whose subconscious belief is that richer people or more wealthy people are operate on this higher plane of existence and that they're, mm. they're beyond, uh, you know, and, and that that is an unalloyed good that we should all be striving for. And so, mm. yeah, we've, we've had this conversation before. The same thing applies with, um, I think, people in the financial planning industry have, have, a, have a focus on high net worth individuals and we need to work with high net worth individuals mm. and it's this thing of, and it becomes this almost fawning thing of, these high net worth individuals, they are, you know, and and you know, for a financial planner, it's often just because it's easier. It's easier to charge a bigger fee on a on a on a bigger balance, and you can more justify a higher fee. But mm. it becomes this thing of rich people are are somehow better than than and and mm. this is the the debate that the discussion that we've had with with um, people in the past is they're really two separate things. You, mm. you know what I mean? And it. it you you are either a good person or you're not a good person, mm. and you either have money or you don't have money, and mm. and there's some crossover there, but it's very limited. And, and everyone knows intellectually that everyone intellectually, if you think about this, goes, I know that I've met really nice rich people and not so nice rich people, and I've met really nice poor people and and not so nice poor people, and so mm. intellectually people know that. But there's a that's where I think this is interesting. It's all this subconscious bias mm. over time. If you've got two people who begin their life and their parents tell them completely opposite things and one kid, their parents say, you know, that person who's who's in the big house down the end of the street, he's a genius, he must be so smart, he must be so much better than us. Um, you know, you, you, you should just do anything in life to be like him. And then they all their adult life is spent hanging around other people who think like that. Mm. They are... It's no coincidence there that they are going to think about the pursuit of money to the to the exclusion of all other things. Now, mm. in reality, what they should probably look at is that person's life and go, yes, that person maybe is more financially successful, but do they have the relationship with their, their family and their friends that I mm. want? And are they actually a nice person? Are they making the world a better place to be in? That That's really the, the lens to view that through. 
and and the opposite applies where if you've got you know the family next door who the parents are always saying them that guy down the end of and the street with the big house he's a bad he's a bad he's got all this money i mm. what a yeah and I, I won't i won't swear on the podcast yeah. but you'll hear he, he he must be a bad he's obviously he's obviously got done something wrong he's got this business and he doesn't pay people enough and he's got yeah you know he's done something to unethical to get this money to get this big house and he's rubbing this big house in our nose and mm. meanwhile the guy in the big house is just living his life the same as anyone else <laughs> arguing with his kids you know you know trying yeah. to trying to keep his partner happy everyone he, he's just living his life mm. completely oblivious to whether he has money or doesn't have money mm. but there's all these subconscious things going on and other people looking at that and mm. and that's i guess the, the the thing i think of is well the, the takeaways that i'd say from from this podcast is to number one be aware of your own subconscious and be and think back throughout your life and what is the conditioning that has occurred to you by the people around you how how have people always talked about people with or without money and and what are those things that have probably been imprinted in your subconscious and then secondly be aware of the people around you and how do they normally respond um, when you make changes in your life that are you know things that you think are going to be better for you and and that may be different to how they're choosing to live their life Mm. are they supportive of that are they understanding do they actually listen and and think about why you're making those choices or do they just react with a with a a bit of a um a comment or a thing to sort of try and bring you back into their their way of seeing the world so be very aware of those things because they are extremely powerful Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 financial advisors. For more information and resources, visit the Money Over 50 website, mo50.com.au. We look forward to catching up again soon.